Section 43 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Observation 38 of the structure and motion of the wings of flies the wings of all kinds of insects are for the most part very beautiful objects and afford no less pleasing an object to the mind to speculate upon than to the eye to behold this of the blue fly among the rest wants not its peculiar ornaments and contrivances it grows out of the thorax or middle part of the body of a fly and is seated a little behind the center of gravity in the body towards the head but that eccentrically is curiously balanced first by the expanded area of the wings which lies all more backwards than the root by the motion of them whereby the center of their vibration is much more backwards towards the tail of the fly than the root of the wing is what the vibrative motion of the wing is and after what manner they are moved i have endeavoured by many trials to find out and first for the manner of their motion i endeavoured to observe several of those kind of small spinning flies which will naturally suspend themselves as it were poised and steady in one place of the air without rising or falling or moving forwards or backwards for by looking down on those i could by a kind of faint shadow perceive the utmost extremes of the vibrative motion of their wings which shadow whilst they so endeavoured to suspend themselves was not very long but when they endeavoured to fly forwards it was somewhat longer next i tried it by fixing the legs of a fly upon the top of the stalk of a feather with glue wax etc and then making it endeavour to fly away for being thereby able to view it in any posture i collected that the motion of the wing was after this manner the extreme limits of the vibrations were usually somewhat about the length of the body distant from one another oftentimes shorter and sometimes also longer but the foremost limit was usually a little above the back and the hinder somewhat beneath the belly between which two limits if one may guess by the sound the wing seemed to be moved forwards and backwards with an equal velocity and if one may from the shadow or faint representation the wings afforded and from the consideration of the nature of the thing guess at the posture or manner of the wings moving between them it seemed to be this the wing being supposed placed in the utmost limit seems to be put so that the plane of it lies almost horizontal but only the forepart does dip a little or is somewhat more depressed in this position is the wing vibrated or moved to the lower limit being almost arrived at the lower limit the hinder part of the wing moving somewhat faster than the former the area of the wing begins to dip behind and in that posture seems it to be moved to the upper limit back again and thence back again in the first posture 
the former part of the area dipping again as it is moved downwards by means of the quicker motion of the main stem which terminates or edges the fore part of the wing and these vibrations or motions to and fro between the two limits seem so swift that tis very probable from the sound it affords if it be compared with the vibration of a musical string tuned unison to it it makes many hundreds if not some thousands of vibrations in a second minute of time and if we may be allowed to guess by the sound the wing of a bee is yet more swift for the tone is much more acute and that in all likelihood proceeds from the exceeding swift beating of the air by the small wing and it seems the more likely too because the wing of a bee is less in proportion to its body than the other wing to the body of a fly so that for aught i know it may be one of the quickest vibrating spontaneous motions of any in the world and though perhaps there may be many flies in other places that afford a yet more shrill note with their wings yet tis more probable that the quickest vibrating spontaneous motion is to be found in the wing of some creature now if we consider the exceeding quickness of these animal spirits that must cause these motions we cannot choose but admire the exceeding vividness of the governing faculty or anima of the insect which is able to dispose and regulate so the motive facilities as to cause every peculiar organ not only to move or act so quick but to do it also so regularly whilst i was examining and considering the curious mechanism of the wings i observed that under the wings of most kind of flies bees etc there were placed certain pendulums or extended drops as i may so call them from their resembling motion and figure for they much resembled a long hanging drop of some transparent viscous liquor and i observed them constantly to move just before the wings of the fly began to move so that at the first sight i could not but guess that there was some excellent use as to the regulation of the motion of the wing and did fancy that it might be something like the handle of a cock which by vibrating to and fro might as twere open and shut the cock and thereby give a passage to the determinate influences into the muscles afterwards upon some other trials i supposed that they might be for some use in respiration which for many reasons i supposed those animals to use and methought it was not very improbable but that they might have convenient passages under the wings for the emitting at least of the air if not admitting as in the gills of fishes is most evident or perhaps this pendulum might be somewhat like the staff of a pump whereby these creatures might exercise their analogous lungs and not only draw in but force out the air they live by but these were but conjectures and upon further examination seemed less probable the fabric of the wing as it appears through a moderately magnifying microscope seems to be a body consisting of two parts as is visible in the fore 
figure of the twenty-three scheme and by the two figure of the twenty-six scheme the one is a quilly or finny substance consisting of several long slender and variously blended quills or wires something resembling the veins of leaves these are as twere the fins or quills which stiffen the whole area and keep the other part distended which is a very thin transparent skin or membrane variously folded and plaited but not very regularly and is besides exceeding thickly bestuck with innumerable small bristles which are only perceptible by a bigger magnifying microscope and not with that neither but with a very convenient augmentation of skylight projected on the object with a burning glass as i have elsewhere showed and by looking through it against the light instead of the small hairs in several other flies there are infinite of small feathers which cover both the under and upper sides of this thin film as in almost all the sorts of butterflies and moths and those small parts are not only shaped very much like the feathers of birds but like those variegated with all the variety of curious bright and vivid colors imaginable and those feathers are likewise so admirably and delicately ranged as to compose very fine flourishings and ornamental paintings like turkey and persian carpets but a far more surpassing beauty as is evident enough to the naked eye in the painted wings of butterflies but much more through an ordinary microscope intermingled likewise with these hairs may be perceived multitudes of little pits or black spots in the extended membrane which seem to be the root of the hairs that grow on the other side these two bodies seem dispersed over the whole surface of the wing the hairs are best perceived by looking through it against the light or by laying the wing upon a very white piece of paper in a convenient light for thereby every little hair most manifestly appears a specimen of which you may observe drawn in the fourth figure of the twenty-three scheme a b c d e f whereof represent some parts of the bones or quills of the wing each of which you may perceive to be covered over with a multitude of scales or bristles the former a b is the biggest stem of all the wing and may be properly enough called the cut air it being that which terminates and stiffens the foremost edge of the wing the foredge of this is armed with a multitude of little bristles or tenter hooks in some standing regular and in order in others not all the points of which are directed from the body towards the tip of the wing nor is this edge only thus fringed but even all the whole edge of the wing is covered with a small fringe consisting of short and more slender bristles this subject had i time would afford excellent matter for the contemplation of the nature of wings and flying but because i may perhaps get a more convenient time to prosecute that speculation and recollect several observations that i have made of that particular i shall at present proceed to 
End of section 43. Recording by John Brandon.